Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Well, we're getting to crunch time. Municipal elections are less than a month away. Just as a reminder, we are going to the polls on October the 15th. That is right across BC. You will be electing mayors, councillors, trustees. It's an important day, so mark that on your calendar. And of course, one of, if not the biggest issue for communities around the province is housing. We want to be able to find housing. We want to be able to afford housing. So as part of our continuing coverage in this year's elections, we have turned our attention to the Vancouver mayoral race. We have been speaking with the five major candidates for mayor and talking about that huge issue of housing. So, so far, we have heard from four of the candidates. We've heard about their plans or lack thereof or what they're going to do about housing. Well, we're down to our final candidate this morning. We are hearing from Kennedy Stewart, the mayoral candidate for Forward Together Vancouver, and he joins us now. Thank you for being here. Hey, Sabri, how are you today? I am good. Thank you. So, okay, so our focus is all about housing and this discussion that we've been having. So let me start by asking you then, what is your plan for housing? Yeah, so uh, over the last four years as mayor, I've made a, a huge effort on housing. Uh, I inherited a, um, we were approving about 4,000 units of housing uh, about 10 years ago. Uh, just last year alone, we approved almost 9,000 units of housing. So we've doubled the amount of housing. But what I'm most proud of is that we've changed the type of housing. So uh, it used to be that we were approving about 75% uh, very expensive condos but now it's over 50% rental or social. So six out of 10 cranes now that you're seeing around the city will be for rental or social housing, where in the past, it would be almost eight out of 10 that were uh, were condos. So we wanna continue that way. Uh, and this is all in, in the midst of COVID and with a very divided council here in Vancouver. So uh, with the new Forward Together team, I plan to triple uh, the amount of housing uh, we have, uh, will approve or enable. That will be 220,000 units over the next 10 years, which, which is a lot of housing. But to keep that ratio of uh, really 60% rental or social housing, and that's, that's uh, housing for workers, for families, for seniors, where before we were really only building housing uh, for rich people. So, um, so that is the overall plan. And how are we going to do it? We're going to do it through uh, a pre-zoning. Uh, so we've approved uh, the Broadway plan, for example, which will bring 30,000 new homes to that corridor. Uh, there are many large sites around the city. If you think of uh, the, the old St. Paul's Hospital site, if you think of the Molson site by the Broad Street Bridge, uh, Jericho, Lands, uh, Sanok, uh, underdeveloped SkyTrain stations, there is uh, those projects as well as uh, bringing affordable housing uh, program for uh, for the first time in a generation for the middle class. Okay, but let's talk about how you get that done. You mentioned the divided yeah. council of the last four years. Then if you don't have your councillors all with you that get elected, how do you get all this done? Yeah, well, I'm running uh, with a slate of uh, six fantastic candidates who are all dedicated to this program. And so I think this is really a choice uh, for voters. If, if, uh, 
if they want to continue with this work and accelerate it, uh, they need to vote for my my whole team. Uh, I managed to do a lot with, uh, again, there's six parties on Vancouver City Council right now, and, and hurting them has been very, very difficult. And, and under those circumstances, I've still managed to double the amount of uh, housing that we've approved and shift it to the right kind of housing. Okay, what do you say to people then who say, okay, we're building this, but they're not crazy about the direction the city has taken in the last four years. Uh, What about community amenities? What about more community centers and parks, the things that make a neighborhood a neighborhood? Yeah, and that's why, for example, the Broadway plan is uh, so important. Uh, that plan, uh, you know, is for 500 square blocks around the new uh, the new Broadway subway line, and that comes with over a billion dollars in amenities. So you'll have uh, parks and community space, uh, new libraries along that way. So I mean, that is what you have to do: is come up with a with a plan. And then as you build uh, the housing, uh, you also build the amenities. So uh, the other thing is we have to get the province to kick in to make sure they're uh, refurbishing or building new schools. Uh, and there are there is a lot of movement on that as well, as well as uh, investments from senior levels of government, which I've also managed to secure uh, over a billion dollars in investment in social housing uh, over the last uh over my term as mayor. What about rezoning? We've often heard the term during this campaign about how 80% of the city is single family zoning. What do you think, if anything, should be changed? And are we concentrating too much of the building and high rises in certain areas? Yep, you're absolutely right. Uh, I managed to pass uh, through this council my program called Making Home, which allows uh, single family homeowners uh, to build up to six uh, strata units on their lots now. And so that will be, uh, and that's really in the part of the city where we don't see that kind of development. And that that is coming online in the spring. But you're absolutely right. along major transit corridors and uh, the streets that are just adjacent to transit corridors, we need to build more density. Uh, well, um, and, and to do pre-zoning, which is to have one big public hearing uh, for an area or for a different type of housing, uh, and then really get on and let the uh, the builders and the city staff work out the rest of the details. Right, that's one thing that we've heard about from several of the other parties that we've talked to, cutting red tape, making it easier to get projects built in this city. You've been mayor for four years. Why hasn't it been fixed? What would you do differently? Oh, we've made remarkable progress. Uh, we, uh, I appointed uh, the city manager as a the leader of a task force that has been making uh taking a side through red tape. So for example, now, if you have a, a simple um, a simple uh, um, uh, work that you're doing on your home, uh, now our permitting is down to two weeks for most of that. So a lot of our licenses have been automated. Uh, and I think people will be pleasantly surprised when they, you know, compared to the past, after the work of this task force, uh, how fast we've uh, made many, uh, many of the operations at the city. Now, were you just talking about streamlining the public hearing process too? That's right. That's what we're doing. Oh, we seem to have lost Kennedy Stewart there. Do we still have you? Oh, there you are. Yep, I'm still here. Okay, sorry. So go ahead. Were you talking about streamlining the public hearing process? Because that seems like something over the last four years, we saw a lot of projects and discussion and things get bogged down in that process. Yeah, that was mainly to do with council. I mean, they kept pushing stuff off and pushing stuff off while I was pushing it forward. But uh, my plan is for pre-zoning which is essentially uh, you you have a, a big public hearing at the beginning to set a general direction for a neighborhood or for a type of housing. We did this on commercial land, for example, C2 rezonings. We've already done pre-zoning. 
Then after you've done the pre-zone and made the decision of what should be in an area, then you let the uh, the builders and the civil servants figure out the details. And that is uh, the only way forward as I can see it. So we've asked this question of everybody then. It gets to this point where it's getting crunch time, I think, during the election. Yeah. Why should people vote for you? What would be different from the last four years moving to another four with Kennedy Stewart? Yeah, I mean, I've made a huge effort over the last four years to improve housing. It really was, uh, you know, when I was a kid, uh, my family uh, went bankrupt and we lost our home. So I, I know what it's like to live with housing insecurity and, and it stresses me out know that many families in Vancouver are facing the same situation. So switching from luxury condos to building rent, rental uh, and uh, and social housing has been a key part of what I've been able to do. Uh, with a majority uh, on council, I'll be able to accelerate this and, and triple the amount we're building. That's also doubling the, the number of co-op homes on, uh, on uh, city-owned land. Uh, we're well on our way to, to doing that. Uh, and getting the federal and provincial investment we need to uh, get folks off the street. So, I mean, there's been a lot of progress over the four years, but I, I really need my team with me uh, to continue and accelerate this uh, this change. And what do you say to people who are concerned about donations that have been made during this campaign season? Obviously, you've had to address this, people donating to your campaign who are big-time developers. People are worried that that's just too much influence on the process. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I was the first candidate to disclose every single person that's donated to me. And you'll see on that list that we follow all and exceed actually all the elections British Columbia rules. Uh, the maximum an individual can donate is uh, $1,250. Uh, but our average donation to my campaign is $175. So this is how uh, this is my fifth election. <laughs> so I've disclosed, you know, as uh, MP. Uh, for for two terms and now a second run as mayor, uh, all my donations have been uh, disclosed proactively and I'll continue to do that. Right. But is there too much developer influence? Are you relying too much on getting those who have a lot of money at stake in this election to donate to you? Yeah, if you look at the list of my donors, which is available on, on my website, you'll see the vast, vast majority of, of folks are, are uh, you know, individuals that are giving $200, $300. And again, the maximum anybody can donate is $1,250. You'll see that I've given that and, and, uh, and uh, you know, some of my family members have given that because that's really you reach out to your local networks and you, you try to get folks to uh, donate and support your campaign. Uh, and really... Again, the best way, you know, sunshine is the is the best uh, transparency you can have. So if you look on my website, you'll see all, all the donors. And, and most of them are very, very small, below the 1250. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you. That's Kennedy Stewart running for another term as mayor of Vancouver with the party Forward Together Vancouver. That's different from last time when he ran as an independent this time. As you heard him say, he's got a party. He's got other council candidates that he would like to see elected. So that's it. You've heard from now the five major mayoral candidates for mayor of Vancouver. You've heard from that on their housing plans. What did you think? Simi at cknw.com if you'd like to weigh in. Uh, We'll see what happens. October 15th is voting day. Don't forget to mark that on your calendar.